Welcome to Fundamental Fridays, where we provide you practical tips and tricks for working on and in your business. My name is Devin. And my name is Thor. And today we're going to be talking about slowing down and looking back at all that you've accomplished. And what you need to fix. Yeah, absolutely. Bum, bum, bum. Hey, it's it's tough. I feel like for, for us and for, I would imagine, a lot of people out there, it's easy to just get caught up in the business that you're trying to create or the work that you're doing. And I mean, life moves fast, right? Life does move fast. Moves really fast. So what we've learned, I would say biggest lesson from our podcast. Thank you for all the people who've been watching, giving us feedback. We're trying to transition to a little more conversational, get a little bit more of uh, the audience getting to know Thor and I. We're not as uptight as maybe we seem on the podcast sometimes. We're actually <laughs> probably a lot less uptight, depending on the day, and not always the best. But we uh, we like to have fun. We like to riff a lot. And throughout this last week, it was start off a really good week, met a lot of clients. <clears throat> and then by the end of the week, to be honest, Thor and I didn't say it to each other. We both left the office Friday and we're like, in the back of our heads, what, is, what are we doing? Like, the question wasn't, what are we doing? The question was, why keep going? Like, what is my why clear enough to keep me going for easily? Is our why clear enough to keep us going for another three months? Absolutely. But the real question was for me when I went home is I'm going to be 30. So I'm not old, but I'm, I'm getting older. And this is like a career switch I want to do forever. Is the why behind it enough for me to want to do it in 40 years? And I actually paused and was like, oh, no, like, I don't know if it is. Well, and I think we had hit a point <laughs> where everything that we'd been doing every single day and for the last how many weeks because what we we sorted out that it was close to 90 days yeah yep and really just evaluating like okay everything that we have going on is that working when will it pay off because we don't really know our cycle of like hey if we work today we won't see anything from today for 90 or 100 or 150 days like we don't know that time span but we both looked at each other on friday and we're like let's <clears> sit down let's re reevaluate and then doing some digging too we i i uncovered it and you already you're probably aware of it but one of those moments where it's in in marketing to slow things down or to just be evaluating and checking in periodically and there was one on there talking about checking in on 90 days. And I'm like, perfect. Yeah. I think you had made mention of that too when we were talking back and forth. Well, I think it hit perfectly. And Thor and I, well, we're, okay, at least for me, I'm way too hard on myself. Normally I get really mad. Like when I drove home Friday night, it was like <laughs> just an absolute abuse session in my car with myself. <laughs> of like, you are a moron and you need to get tracked together. The poor Toyota is <laughs> just getting yes. the absolute, <laughs> just beating the brakes off that thing. Yeah. And what it was is you'll hit a point, well, I would give it credit to, that we had grown a lot. Oh, yeah. And we hadn't taken a moment to reiterate our working, how we work in the business. So we had spent so much time working on it and changing it, and we were still working in it the same way we had been working in it 90 days ago. Yes. And so all of a sudden, we're like, and then all of a sudden you feel this disconnect, like what I'm doing in it doesn't feel like what I'm doing on it, and I'm not enjoying it. But the fine, the line is so fine. There's not this clear difference really. Like, well, in the end, I'm, I, the whole goal is still to get customers, right? So what's what's the point? And that's when we realized, no, our working on it needs to match, or working in it needs to match working on it more. Because it just, in my opinion, now that I'm sitting here talking to you about it, it wasn't. It was kind of disconnected. Absolutely. Well, and I, and I think we're, it's easy to get lost in the sauce is 
you're trying to build up all the foundational items. You're trying to literally make sure you have all your angles covered for your business. And then in the meantime, be prospecting and obviously wearing multiple hats throughout that entire process. Yeah. So I don't think that it, it's not bad. And I would imagine that it's just a natural thing that has to happen because a lot of it is us looking back and being like, oh, now, now that makes sense. Yeah. Wouldn't have recognized it in, in the moment, but being able to look back, it's the hindsight thing. Yeah. But. And I would say for me, what was probably the most interesting is I didn't feel this until I allowed myself to feel the emotions of starting a business. So I've been so much running the logical realm. Like when you first start, it's a little bit emotional, and then it's all logical. One plus two plus three plus four, keep moving, step one, step two. And you're just sprinting towards an end goal. And I would say, I think we were at a networking event on Monday after the Super Bowl, where I had my first emotional moment with the business where I just felt like I wasn't connected with the way that I wanted it to be. And that was just kept building all week. <laughs> and I finally stepped back and, and realized that I wasn't starting a business as much about logical as about emotional. And I wasn't playing the emotional factor. I was only playing the logical factor for me personally. Yeah, no, and, and that's, <laughs> again, we are moving fast enough to where that makes the most sense. And until, yeah, you slow down and look back, because man, we've learned a lot. That's for sure. And then with, with slowing down and sharing that Friday or really the Saturday, because we, we came Saturday, in, yeah. Saturday was a huge day, a breakthrough day and getting an opportunity to hang out with people who are close to us and are supportive and help us kind of break through those barriers along with a few other people or family members that are, yep. I wouldn't say like in our industry, but our <laughs> masters of their craft and being able to just lend a hand and be like, hey, this is what you told me. This is how I interpreted it. Does that line up with what you're thinking and feeling? But that just helps keep, I'm, I'm losing it, but how it just keeps the momentum going, but helps yeah. us keep the wheels turning. Yeah, I would say to give context to what Thor's talking about, we brought in my uh, uncle, Kurt Mueller, who's been in the branding industry forever. And he's the first person who's been in branding and marketing for, I want to say 30 years, Kurt, if it's longer or less, apologize, but I know it's been a very long a time minute. with a lot of leading Fortune 100 brands. What was it 10 minutes? He understood our entire business. He understood our purpose. And also a week later, he brought an entire brand package to us that brought our brand to life that no one had ever been able to do before, much less us when we're working in the business so much right now versus on it. And at the end of that, after seeing that whole brand come to life, the weird part for me was I was super excited about the art he created, but I wasn't super excited about the brand story anymore. It was like, oh, what's... <laughs> It's not, okay, cool, we bring marketing and sales together through collaboration, not integration, to bring you down a path to make money. <laughs> Which makes sense. That that totally yes. is a business thing. That I mean, oh, business that, is, that is a strategy and business-wise, yeah, I would say it is phenomenal. But from like a heroic standpoint of like, these guys are different, this yep. is good, I can believe in that. It's just like, we're sitting there and we're like, it just doesn't correlate with yeah. how we feel. Like, why is this not matching up? Now that we see it on paper, we should really be loving it. And it's not the case. Yeah. And I would say from a br actual marketing business standpoint, our brand crushes it. I will go toe to toe with anyone in the industry on how do you drive true collaboration? How do you actually, well, I can teach company how to print money or I can print money for them, right? Like I will do that. I know Thor and I can do that. And we'll teach you how to do ethically so you can develop a sustainable business. I this conversation today is not about the business side. It is all about the emotional 
in your emotional IQ side of the equation. Yes, and getting to know us a little bit more too. Yeah. That's something that we touched on in our first episode, but haven't really gone down a road or gone down that path really to yeah. a lot of people to get to know us a little bit better. So this is one of those just honest moments of this is how we... This is how we process. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I would say, to give you an idea, it kicked all off on Monday for us. Thorne and I went to a networking event, another one. I shouldn't say it that way. I, lo- I do love networking. <laughs> they are <laughs> they're really fun, but it definitely can just seem like busy work to a yes. certain degree. And yeah, it's always great when they do turn out. Yeah. So we went to this event. Anyways. <laughs> Thor and I are sitting there. We're we're definitely off to the side a little bit. Like, we don't feel like doing this today. We're super excited about the content we're going to learn at it. It was an AMA event. They're analyzing Super Bowl ads. Super stoked about it. But from talking to people, I was like, I just, I'm so tired of going out there. Because then it's, oh, what do you do? Well, what do you do? And this is what I do. And not fun. And also this person comes by and she reached her hand and goes, how's it going? I was like, you're awesome. Don't even know anything so about you. So much energy. But the energy's yeah. through the rough. Her name was Grayson. Had an absolute blast. And after we were talking to her for a while, she left. We joined the event. And we're, we, I'm driving home by myself. And I was just, I was pissed. I was super pissed. Because I was like, that person there that like really lively, doesn't care what people think, slightly over the top. I was like, that was me up until kind of a triple fold one. My family definitely slightly beat it out of me. So I was like, you know, you got to be perfect in public. Two, uh, I totally overcorrected. So my whole foundation of my life is based on my faith. Thor knows that. But I overcorrected and thought too many Christians talk, well, you can't be a business person. You can't be driven and still be a Christian because that's just, you know, you've got to give everything away. So many questions on that end. I'm just like. And so for years, I, I didn't accept that. I was like, I love business and I love helping people. And yeah, guess what? Money comes with business. That's just the field we're in. And then third was corporate America because you had to be so polished. You had to be so perfect. You had to watch what you're saying. And I was so tired of not being able to share my thoughts. And I was really frustrated and tired of people above you, not even putting that friend to understand your thought. And so it was just this mixed emotions. I was like, I can't went on my wife right away. I was like, dude, I'm like half dead to a hand when I go in person. Like, I'm not me. And I was so mad about it. And if you look at the root cause, though, it's because, well, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? How are they going to judge me? And I was like, dude, your business will be nothing. No one will want to follow you if you aren't just okay with 90% of the world hating you and your idea of your business. Who cares? Well, and, and that, that was, you're like, not memorable, too. Yeah. You just blend in with everyone else, but it's so tough because it, yeah, there's so many things that go go into it that feel like excuses, but at the end of the day, just gotta go with it. Gotta be shameless. Fly you by do. the seat of your pants a little bit, and it feels better though. It feels great to be calm. I mean, you saw the events late, later in the week. People are like, "What do you do?" We're like, we print money. And now we have it toned down. We, you know, we either teach you how to print money or we print money, but it's what we do. It's like, it's a fun way to say it. And what's beautiful with that is, so initially we were just giving the short elevator pitch that honestly is just super boring. Oh God. And it was, and again, it's not that it doesn't explain what we do and what America does. It's just, it was boring. And Devin pitched the idea of like, well, we're going to tell people when they ask, because it's an inevitable thing. We help companies print money and it's provocative. Like it's, it's catchy, you know, it throws people off and, and that's what, what happened. But on the, on the, on that exact same note, people didn't really have that crazy of a reaction. I totally was right. sitting there going, my gosh. And there are other words to use. Like, I can't believe that we're going to pitch it like that. We're going to explain this and people are going to freak out and whatever. And no one ever like, Oh, well, who doesn't want that? Cool. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> Holy smokes. Like, we really thought we were thinking out of the box on that. And it just, 
just same old, same old. Yeah. So just for everyone out there, don't be afraid. Like yes. if you think you have an outlandish idea or way of pitching what you're doing, who you are, it really probably is not that wild, no. especially if in your mind you're wanting to like keep it kind of safe. It's probably very safe. Though. Yeah. Like ours is, is it, granted, it's how you say, because there's moments where like, people are like, oh, we print money. And we just stare and people are like, like, what do you mean? We're like, oh, we print money for companies. Like, well, who wouldn't want that, right? And you're like, well, that's a great question. Um, do you want us to print you money? Oh, yeah, and so, it ties right back into our boring little right. spiel. And then the spiel's memorable and blah, 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 blah. We go down the whole marketing path there of having a good slogan like that. We get that whole marketing side, but Thor and I were so focused on the tactical and earning quote-unquote respect from people. We weren't allowing ourselves to come through in the conversations. But even after that, I would say throughout the week, went to a ton of events still, started narrowing events off our list. Like, hey, we're not going to that group anymore. We're not going to this group. But even on Friday, Thor and I still left and we were like, like it's there, but it's not there. And so I was lucky enough to have Thor go to this awesome party Saturday to go network with people. I was, Super Bowl event. <laughs> <laughs> no, the oh. your, uh, Saturday, this just Saturday, Wait. the housewarming party. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ryan's house. Well, I guess we go to the Super Bowl, man. Where are we going to go with this? I mean, it was a blast. That, that's a whole nother, I would say that's another episode to talk about. The of Super Bowl just event. networking, yes. but in the, in the most, in the purest form Organic. of just being social. And absolutely incredible. But that's one of those moments where it took us a long time to find that and actually be in an environment where it's just purely social. But that's for a whole nother day. But being at Ryan's housewarming party is that, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. Fantastic people, amazing family, Ryan, Dusty, everyone, so good. Yeah. And so he was there networking. I got to the office at 8 a.m. Saturday morning, so I was like, I can't get this off my mind. Like, Thor and I hadn't spoke yet, this mutual thing of, like, something's still off. Like, we're – so I got to the office, and my wife had sent me this amazing uh, podcast episode, and I was listening to that on the way in. Absolutely got lit on fire. I was like, I know where I need to go with this. And it all come down to our, our, our why, our vision, our mission. And I was like – we can't address this or we can't tell people on the podcast <laughs> we redid our wire mission or vision because we just did an episode on it right but i would say the reason why is there's you need to decide what type of why mission and vision you want to have why vision mission yeah because we taught you how to do a finite why mission vision which is great a lot of people want to play the finite game they're growing their business three to ten years and they want to sell it off that's fine um, absolutely just, you know, go fill your wallet, make the shareholders happy, and then go live your own life. That's just not for me at all. There's just no value in that. So finite game, that's that. I want to play the infinite game. Like I want my brand to leave the world in a better place and I want it to be around forever. And what we were creating wasn't doing that. And so sitting in the forever, I'm like, hey, Devin, like, why, why did you really want to start a business? Like really, what does it come down to? And like, you can't be yourself at work and you can't make change and all these things. And I started thinking about Thor and I, because him and I come from eerily similar backgrounds, but like on polar opposite sides of the spectrum at the same time, which just seems weird. Like what caused us to become us is the exact same like root thing, but who did the cause? Two different worlds. It's just like, this is weird. Fair. You know what I mean? Like, it's, we're eerily similar and eerily not. I told my wife, I've never met someone whose personality and characteristics are identical to mine, but their strengths and weaknesses are completely opposite. <laughs> it just, it doesn't even make sense. It's, it works well. It works well. <laughs> but, and so, had my buddy over and I was like, dude, I think I figured it out. 
And Thornite kept getting approached, do you guys sell? All right, we said yes once. It was abomination. We went from consultants <laughs> to sales reps, and our, our value went down by 70%. We, we failed hard. It was good. We ate some gravel off the ground, you know, mm -hmm. rubbed a little more into our wounds. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> so we remember it. was good. It. it was good. I enjoyed it. Not really. Actually, I did. I think if I look back on it, I, I'm actually it needed obsessed, to happen. and I would never not Super want Super happy happen. that it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So met with my buddy. He came over and I said, hey, here's, he actually just came to hang out with me for the day. And on the way down, I was like, so I'm at the office and I'm going to be working for a while. Do you mind coming to work with me? He goes, no, not a problem. And I said, I've figured out. Everyone wants to have sales reps. Don't I don't want to be, be sales reps, but long story short, we built this business plan where we can put sales reps inside of companies who are actually consultants, not sales reps, and grow their, grow their revenue to make it incremental growth. But what hit home for me, I said, Thor, would you rather help 50,000 businesses grow or would you rather help 50 people see their value, find their fit and awaken their dreams? And it was like, well, that's easy, right? Yeah, that's a hard argument. And I, I was like. <laughs> Amazing on that end to be able to like change people's lives, especially from the direction that we're coming on that end and from our own backgrounds yeah. too, right? Where it's like, okay, no, that actually is beautiful. Why? <laughs> Why did, why and how did we miss that? Yep. So. Yeah, we had missed it. We had focused so much on a why, was our why was finite. And it was like, how do you make it infinite? Well, we want to help every person on the planet. And an infinite why is it'll never be accomplished ever. It can't, it can't be done. And so that's our infinite. Help every human see their value. There's nothing, so many people don't see their value and their capabilities. So it's like, if I can help see you see your value, Find your fit, whether it's in my company, another company, or wherever it is, and then awaken your dream. Not even make your dream a reality, just awaken inside you, like make you see that full potential. Enabling people. Yeah. In the best way possible and, and doing it from a, a spot that's just, I care about you and I, I've been there myself. We've been there ourselves. Yeah. Right. No, that's where, and that's where it came <laughs> from is we're first generationers. Like <laughs> we're just moving way too fast with all the other aspects of what building a business entails that we somehow miss that. But it's one of those moments, again, being able to slow down and look back. Yeah. Yeah. And look back. And then I sat there. I was like, okay, hey, that's a cool why. It's a good why. I think Gabe would like the why. But I was like, there's there's no, how do you do a vision off of that? Right. So I started riffing a little longer. I was like, well, that's easy. If In order for that to become reality, every business needs to learn how to develop sustainable growth in order to put people first. Because how can you feel comfortable chasing your why and feeling valued if your company only puts profits first? It's impossible. And so how do we get companies not to put profit first? We teach them how to develop an infinite, sustainable, profitable line that's actually accomplished by putting people first. Mm. And so, okay, now, now we got the vision and then our mission, it comes down to helping individuals and companies find their fit and accomplish their dream. Like our day-to-day -day mission, that is what we want to do. It may sound similar to the why, but it's different because we actually want to go find the fit and accomplish your dream with you, which we can only do with finite amount of people. Mm -hmm. But the big why, we can create a movement around that. And that's really what we want. Because if I'm just waking up every day to go make a business money, move on to the next, I won't make it. I will quit in three months on you. Like I was like, Thor, I'm going to quit. Like I will leave <laughs> and not start this business if this is the only reason I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's and that's something that I think just comes with the territory. I would imagine if we grow this, sell it, or we grow and fail, 
that I, I would put a large amount of money on if we started another business that we would encounter similar things. Oh, yeah. I don't think that this comes without. I think this is just a growing <clears throat> pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd counter similar things and massively growing pain. But I would say with that, what rang in my head was we would also end up with the same why. Oh, yeah. You, you, uh, yeah. Inevitably, you're going to end up wherever you need to end up. Like, I don't care if I'm selling kitty litter. (laughs) It's going to, because that's all they, and that's, that was the difference for me. I was like, I would fail at this, wake up again and go, okay, how do I do this? How do I make this why reality? I don't, I don't care a bit. I don't care if I have to sell water slides. Oh, fair. No, yeah, yeah. I'm following you on that. I'm making that why real. I'll do it till I die. Like, absolutely. And so that's where I was like, you know what, dude, this is, this is it. Now, he's a little uncomfortable by, because we have a whole new product offering line, but, it, it still falls in line with everything that we've been doing. So it's not that far off. It's just a slight shift. And it's more focused on the sales side of things and people, which I think is amazing. I'm not complaining on that end in the slightest. It's as much as go-to-market stuff is overly exciting. People and being able to help people out and build dreams, like that's a little bit bigger, a little bit better on that. Right. End. So good there. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? What are and we the thoughts on today? So really quick, guys, we're going to shift. I know that we're just, yeah, this we fell down the rabbit hole. Um, yeah, no, this is, I think, going to be one of our longer podcasts. Um, Devin, what are we drinking, though? You had picked it out. Hirsch. Hirsch. Can I, so. can I see? You show them quick, and, and I'm almost out. I need a little bit in there, you know? A little. A little well, since a little you're, you're not the one driving? No, never. I ride in the Beamer. <laughs> so a little bit about me. I'm a weak Sally who's always cold. Like I, except for in the summer. Natural selection is trying to swallow him up. As so long quickly. as it's above eighty, you know, she's beautiful. Out. <laughs> Only above eighty. If you dip below eighty, we have an argument to have. So I have really nice, nice noise. We really have a nice 2012 Toyota Camry, two hundred ninety-five thousand miles on it. Just had an oil change. <laughs> Continuing to burn oil, not an oil yeah. change, just adds oil. Yeah, the best. Well, they told me it was normal, so I always ride in Thor's car. Because he has a beamer, like he can start with his phone. Now that is earth shattering no, for the, me. That is the dumbest thing. It's so dumb. It's, so, it's dumb. so great for me. But so yeah, whenever we come to the, do our podcast, Thor always drives, which is enjoyable. But we we had Hirsch, is the bourbon. Yeah, which is it's surprisingly good. Gabe, did you get a good shot of Hirsch? Okay, good, sweet. <laughs> the old thumbs up, like <laughs> yes. So what what aromas are we getting? What's what's hitting on the front of the palate, the back of the palate? Down the esophagus into the, you know, stomach. I feel like it's like the brown sugar oaky smell. I could be off. I don't know. There's something there that that it's it smells familiar. Tastes really good. It's smooth. It doesn't have a ton of bite, but it's definitely a little bit of spice. But not anything that's just beating the bejesus out of your tongue. So I'm happy with it. Could drink a lot of it. It wasn't crazy expensive either. What the same of being 65. like 60? Yeah. So very reasonable amount on that end. It's uh what Kentucky straight bourbon. So it's their their orange one. I'm just a colors person. You have the liquor store, you just see the, the labels. So it's, I'm excited. It's from Bardstown. And I just I'm a fan where if you're a distillery, so by the way, so Thor, flip it on uh, the other side there and read that back there where it says bottled. On this side right there, yeah. So Distilled and bottled by Hirsch Distillers, Bardstown, Kentucky. Yep. So distilled and bottled, huge thing, y'all. If you're actually bourbon people, if it's distilled in one area and bottled somewhere else, they didn't make it, it's fake, and get rid of it. <laughs> it might still taste good, but I'm a big fan of, I want you to distill it and bottle it. Like, if you just bought someone else's bourbon 
and then you stuck it in your own bottle with the label, you're lame. I want the people who put the oh, work in. Oh, I'm sure in. there's an argument there somewhere, too. There are some bourbon people out there that are probably just losing their minds. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I hope so. Always, always we're just a bunch of, you know, people just hugging everyone out of we're Kumbaya. we got to have a little fun. Fair. So it's made in Bardstown. I love Bardstown. Great place to go on bourbon tours. But yeah, I would say it's kind of, it dances in your mouth. It doesn't hurt, Mm-mm. but it dances. I love it. It doesn't hurt. That's a great... It, that tied in with it's not overly spicy yeah and just in in your face it doesn't have that big lit liquor bite by any means but i swear what are the what are the tasting notes on your end though tasting notes on my end oh yeah because i'm just sitting here and i'm like i feel like it there's there's it's not cedar but there's a woody note and then like a brown sugar or like caramel but not caramel there's something in there that it's well-rounded and so you definitely get oaky I would say I almost get, I wouldn't say caramel. I want to say caramel. It tastes like brown sugar. Not I would caramel, say brown but like sugar a, like a literal, similar. like a regular sugar that's been browned. Yes. If that yeah. makes any sense. Caramelized brown sugar, yeah. I get on board with that. Yeah, solid pick again yeah. for just randomly right off the shelf. Got yeah. it before we got here. Priceless. Happy on that end. I do like it. And under a hundred bucks. But yeah, so outside of the bourbon, bourbon and the crazy week that we've had, we've met a handful of wonderful people, a handful of people that have helped us op- open our eyes and be more aware of the people that are around us and also narrowing down some of our events and honing in on what we really, truly want to be doing every single day. I, I don't know what else we should leave them on. Oh, that's easy. So I would say starting a business. It's like hiring a psychiatrist. <laughs> and I know Thor didn't want me to go down this path, but it's happening. Uh, and I can say that because I've been to a psychiatrist. I never right. said no to this. I never said no to this for everyone out there. Oh, I good. never said no. I just like, go on. Like, don't be that vulnerable today. Um, but really, when you... Oh, I said, oh, it's okay. Check You've been out. so good this I know, whole right? episode. So it's like hiring a psychiatrist, though. But... Actually, really is. They're really expensive. They take all your money and they tell you what you need to fix. Hopefully, and then you have to go do it on your own. (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Okay. So, but when I started the business, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. But what I find most fascinating is how much it's pulled out strengths, but insecurities while inside of me going, wow, I didn't realize that was still an insecurity. I didn't realize that was still a thing that bothered me that reminds me of from high school or that. And so super excited about it because there's nothing better in my opinion than going through something that stretches you to a point where you go, ouch. Like, and, and this week was an ouch. Like, Devin, why do you still care? People think, why are you afraid to not let 100% of yourself out? Why, uh, just all these whys, just why does it matter? It doesn't matter. Like I'm starting a business, I'm just trying to have fun and I'm trying to better people's lives and so stop trying to paint this big grandiose thing. And what we realized talking about Uncle Kurt, he's like, what makes us different is he goes, you guys aren't about this huge secret sauce because there's not sales marketing. It's been the same for 30 years. And I just read an article today, like marketing has changed and you read it. It's not, it's just new lingo. The only difference is, are you gonna actually roll up your sleeves and get into the nitty gritty and get dirty with the customer and get things solved? And we will do that. We will get down in the mud and the muck and help figure out how we're gonna build a castle out of this thing, rather than, hey, here, here's the book, you got this. And so that's the difference with us. And so why not live that why? And why not realize, yeah, we don't come from backgrounds most people do. We don't have all these experiences everyone else does. 
which is actually what makes us special because we have a whole new lens. And now let's go empower other people because again, I was at a restaurant the other night, super amazing waitress. I was like, you were really talented. And all I want to go is, do you want to do, do you love waitress? I know people who do, and it's amazing. But some are like, no, I want this job, but I don't have 12 years of experience and a PhD to, you know, sit at a receptionist desk. And so I would love the opportunity to go, no, come, come work for Marikai. As long as you work hard, are able to learn, and are personable, we can teach you everything there else. We'll give you is. the rest, yeah. Because yeah. really, it's the personality, it's the drive. That's that you. It, it's typically hard to get. Yes. To yeah, to help someone find or like to, yeah. Holy, losing my train of thought. But someone who just naturally is good at sales is the general phrase. But someone who is just naturally good at sales, outgoing, fun, and hardworking of their own choosing. If you don't have the foundational items. We're more than willing to help you establish that and get you off the ground and running. Yeah. And naturally good at sales is just, in my opinion, being genuine. Being a decent human being. Like if you that's not hard. If you're for our why, if you want to help people see their value, find their fit, and awaken their dream, that's all sales is. Like you're literally going to a company going, Hey, I see the value view as a company, what you need, and we have something that can fit inside of that and we can help awaken the dream inside of your company and bring it to life. That's all sales is repeatedly. And marketing just is a new form of sales that helps strengthen that. So I would say when you're going to start a business, you, you gotta have one person minimum really close to you. Uh, I'm really lucky to have Thor, who is more than willing to watch me have moments and then talk me through them and vice versa. And so realize it's emo- as much about emotional battle as it is a intellectual battle is the way I would cap off um, of looking backwards and realize you're gonna have to look backwards every three months and endure the pain of learning from it. Yeah, no, because that, that's one of those moments, yeah, that if, if you're not looking backwards, it's you're you're missing a large amount of information that you could be taking in. Yes. Like there's missed opportunity on that end, that's for sure. So that pretty much sums it up. And next week we have an amazing guest coming on. We do. His uh, lifelong friend of mine, knew him back in college, Jared Goldman. He's going to walk us through what it looks like from a fundamental standpoint after you've started a business and you're starting to scale and grow the pains that exist inside of that. We're not going to just hear a consultant's viewpoint, but an actual individual who has gone through it and is walking through it right now. So that'll be a great time. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, so really, everyone, stay, stay hungry, stay humble, stay at it. And we'll see you next week. Bye.